Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan. Welcome to Armagh Eye's brand new sports podcast. My name is Elaine Ingram and I'll be your host every week. The idea is that each week we will be giving you a roundup of everything that's going on in the local sporting scene. And as well as that then we'll be bringing you a guest every week or maybe a couple of guests from the sporting world who will come in and have a chat about whatever's going on in their sport. Any questions that I think that you'd like to know I'll be asking them and hopefully it'll be all good. Now that we've all been locked up for so long, I think everybody's dying to get back to their respective sports, either playing or watching. For this week's podcast, I had the great pleasure of sitting down with Bestbrook United managers Ben Trainer and Tommy Mooney. We had a great chat about Bestbrook's move into the Mid-Ulster Football League. Ben and Tommy took over from Gareth Hughes as manager midway through the season last year. They've been in management positions for a number of years and obviously they've been players for many years for Bestbrook. Gareth decided to go back to playing football full time. So the Ben and Tommy took over and they're really looking forward to getting going in um, Middlestra. They have plenty of ambition and ideas for the club going forward. We also had a great chat about their ill-fated Junior Cup fiasco. They were playing, they had just beaten Lockall Reserves in the quarterfinal of the Junior Cup and were due to meet Enniskillen Rangers in the semi-final. And then it all came to a halt. Now that would be bad enough only for the fact that last year Bestbrook had just played Enniskillen Rangers in the semi-final of the Junior Cup when it was deemed that one of their players was ineligible to play and they were ousted from the competition so the curse of the Junior Cup seems to be ongoing with, with Bestbrook. Things are still up in the air. They don't know if it's going ahead or if it's not going ahead. A good little chat about that. And we talked about plenty of other things as well, about getting back to training, getting back to football and lots of other stuff. So I hope you enjoy. Hello, Ben and Tommy. Huge congratulations on getting into the Middlestory. Um, how long has this been in the pipeline? We have talked about it at this last maybe two, three AGMs, um, but it, it, it seemed to just fall on deaf ears. But uh, at the start of the last AGM last year, we uh, we sort of we put our target that we wanted to push on and get the move committee. They sort of come up with ideas and how to get us in the right line. We thought it was time on and off the field, you know, to make the jump again. We had been in the middle of the 20 years ago, then, wasn't it? 20 years ago, aren't I? Mid-90s, wasn't it? Well, when we started, this is actually our 30th year, so 1990 was when we first started. Bessard Waters had, they were still going in the Caribbean League, and then so Bessard United started in the Intermediate League. Mm. So 1990, and we played there, there was two teams, Caribbean League team and a Mid-Ulster team, until... 1999. After yeah. we'd had that, you know, the big Irish Cup run, where yeah. we were into the last 16. So after that, then, we just went back to one team, and... It's kind of always has, Tommy says, always has been talked about and the great junior cup runs in 2007 and 2011 it was always, we need to make a move, we need to step up again. 
and you can sort of you know so we have a great club committee there but you know some of their reservations you know we stay where we are everything's good and we, we kind of went with it but I think it's this year it's sort of the young ones like himself and Tommy and Gareth sort of we push it we says no this is where we want to go I think the players too want to put their wits at a higher level and yeah. not in the current day like by any stretch of imagination they've been more than generous to us and it's brought on leaps and bounds as us as a team as a club but we just felt that we just need to step up more competitive and consistency you know just keep ourselves playing week in week out you have um obviously because you have a pitch that was you know you didn't have any problems then getting in. I know when we moved stars tried to get in, they had you know a lot of trouble because they didn't have a pitch. But you you were basically set up. You're a long-established team. Yeah. You have a very very strong committee, and you have your own pitch. So your your facilities were already in waiting. Well, we had to work with the council a lot, didn't we? To, well, the council to, and the Caribbean League who have been very good to, so far. To try and take our, our lease out the pitch, where uh, hopefully that's been resolved now and. It's for our own sole purpose, where it could have been leased out to other Caribbean League games. You know, it, it wasn't just an overnight decision they could have made. They had to go to meetings, 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 then come back to us, and we had to have meetings. So it was a long, you know, prolonged season off the field as well. Obviously, the, the COVID hit and sort of put the brakes on it through uh, the Zoom meetings, and we were able to continue with our plans. And more than delighted when we got the news, last week yeah. that we were going to be accepted in. So it's an exciting time for, for us all. It's, it's Division 3 now you're, you're going into, so you know how do you think you'll fare in there? I know you've got teams like Dumali and stuff, are you familiar with a lot of the teams? That well, are I was actually chatting, chatting, Gareth with a very good point to me there last week, he works with a brief few boys from Dumali and he was kind of having a bit of, a bit of banter with them about them still being in Division 3. And one of them came up with a very good point, which I never thought of, which he said was every year in the third division, there's three or four teams enter. So I suppose like ourselves, Lurgan Celtic have entered this year. Um, they'll probably be the two most prominent in third division. So he says every year there's two or three real strong teams going to that third division. So if you're not one of them real strong teams, it's a real hard division to get out of. You know, and you yeah, see so those teams you see those teams pushing yeah. on into the second division and the first division eventually. And then you have two teams been relegated out of the second down then so they're going to be reasonably strong as well yeah there's teams in that second division that we've played over the last couple of years and you know it's been good games so ideally we're seeing ourselves like we have a I, in an ideal world we'd be playing intermediate football we'd be pushing for intermediate football but we don't have we don't have this probably the, the, the whole setup in the club but I think one of the main reasons where we're saying right we push ourselves into the Mid-Ulster gives ourselves five years to grow the club on and off the pitch now, if we had stayed, as Tommy says, no disrespect to the Carnaby League, but if we had stayed in the Carnaby League, we wouldn't have grown in any way because what we are as a club is good enough in the Carnaby League. Financially, the numbers that we have as a committee, the way we're run, it's adequate for the Carnaby League. So the fact that we've moved into Middlesbrough, we have to. It's nothing. We can't stand still. So we have to develop. Three or four or five years' time, then we will be better fit to assess whether we can take that next step as opposed to jumping from a Caribbean league team to an intermediate, which like, is a massive yeah. difference. Like just on that, even on a financial point of view, we, myself and Ben, were just looking at the teams we're going to be pitting our wits against next year. I think there's three uh, 
Dungannon based teams, two Lisbon based, there's a Newcastle based. Cookstown, did Cookstown. You, you know, it, all that every second week's gonna, we're gonna, off the field as a committee, we're gonna have to generate more money to subsidise uh, travelling events. Maybe boys having to get out of the way from work early to, to go and meet there for it to be at one o'clock an hour before kickoff. So all that has to be taken into consideration. It's not just, uh, oh, we're playing in Janet's Park, five minutes in the road. So there's a lot of pre-planning put, put in motion now. So it's just hopefully we retain all the players that we have. Yeah, um, that's the thing. Are the players buying into this the, now because we, of the travelling? Yeah, everything? we had uh, several meetings with players and they're happy to be retained, stay on board. Uh, but we we know ourselves we need to keep improving in the squad also and freshening things up. So we have players in mind that we will be asking and we have asked. Are, the, are a lot of the main players staying with you? We had, like Tommy says, we didn't want obviously the tail wagging the dog and having a players more or less having a say in what we do as a club. But the same hand, we didn't want to say, right, listen, we're moving to middle for football and nine of our squad say, well, I'm not going. And then we have a massive job on our hands. You know, there's teams locally that I think two maybe this year already have folded in the Caribbean League. Yeah. So it's very hard to get players because you have, you know, you have um, Warren Point and you have Warren Point youth teams and you have Warren Point, you have Newry, you have Windmill Stars, you have Windmill Stars reserves. So there's a lot, a lot of options which wouldn't have been there like 15, 20 years ago for Caribbean League teams. So it was, Caribbean League was a lot stronger and you had more teams you had more players to pick from. So But nobody has come back and said, No, um, it, it's too much for me or I'm not buying into this project. Thankfully everybody when we had our meeting uh, we all bet it was a Zoom meeting. So everybody was uh, quite happy with the I'm excited. And I'm sure, especially at the moment, I mean everybody must be just chomping at the bit to get back at, at anything. So to have something new and exciting. It is, it's very it's just freshened everything up. I think there's even like I say, older committee members who had to sort of be coerced. Like fair play to them all, they've all bought into it like brilliantly, but it's just a real there's a real buzz about it. So it gives us great opportunity to you know to push on. Like in any given year you'd have a six week break, you know, from the end of the yeah. season till maybe you start back mid late July, uh, getting prepped for the forthcoming season. But we've had a three month layoff now and everybody seems to realise Football is a big part of my life. I think that must be, you know, mentally, it, it, it must be very, very strange for players. Um, but it does give them a time to contemplate and maybe if they have been taking things for granted. Because I know um, over the years, like you've had seasons, if you haven't been doing great, you'd say like a few players might fall by the wayside. Or oh, like, yeah, there was some season we were glad to see the back end of, you know, when, yeah. when, when we were well, really... Many games did you lose in a row? You know, I remember thinking about that season. I, I dragged you in as manager. Yeah, that was a few years ago. But, yeah, I remember that. No, it is something. But I think it it couldn't have come at a worse time for us. We really, after our last game was quarter final of the Irish Junior Cup against Lockall. Oh, I and, was there. Yeah, and we were we were a bit miffed after the the Abandon game the week okay, before. Okay, just explain to our listeners in case they don't they don't know. I was here, and it was the coldest day that I have ever felt oh, in my entire life. It was absolutely freezing. The match went on ahead, 
But during the match, like I remember saying to you, Tommy, over at the sidelines, going, "This, this has to stop." This the game players has to... were blue. But yeah. the balls were getting kicked out. It was coming back nearly on top of the goalkeepers. It was absolutely freezing. But we and it was the most vicious wind, which we were playing against in the first half. So we came in not not. Was there, it one all? It was one all. One all. Yeah. yeah. The referee. I remember he went into the changing room and he was in there for a long time. So look at looking back now, it was probably the correct decision, but. Not telling us, you know, with that day we had a wind at the back and we were really, really confident that day. But the replay, I mean, there was no contest. You just no, it was three one in the replay. Three one, and then that was sort of after that win we realised here, it's on again here this time. Last year you were playing in the Skill and Rangers in Home Park, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you had not Home Park, Park no, 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 no. Uh, uh, Lake Park. You had a. Fantastic win. Was 3 1? Yeah. Yeah, a fantastic 3 1 win. Best group were into the Junior Cup final. All was good. And then what happened? Well, I, I remember I was well, I was secretary then, unfortunately. Then. So <laughs> I'm out on the road. I work as a sales rep. So we played on the Monday night, wasn't it? Monday that? night, yeah. I got the email from the IFA and I thought this is a congratulatory email, but it was then saying that one of our players wasn't registered. Connor Sloan. Because that was my day gone then. It was trying to hunt about and see what the story was so it just boiled down to an administrative error with the whole comment system our first year of doing the comment system and we bulk sent in our yeah because connor was a regular player our vice captain it's not like anything that we we didn't try to hide it the ironic bit about it was that we really found hard and it just goes to show you our innocence in it connor sloan prior to that semi-final game i think was booked he got yellow carded in every other previous game in the Junior Cup. So how was it not picked up when the referee's report went into the IFA? So he shouldn't have been playing anyway. He shouldn't, no. <laughs> but it would have been picked up earlier. It would have softened the blow if it had been, here we just won the first round, you're right. How was it not? To this day, I'm but, still the reeling. Weight, the weight was terrible as well, because the whole thing, how long did that go on for the deliberations? With well, the I was down at IFA, myself and Paddy. We went down, first of all, with Brian Paddy Naughton. Duffy. Paddy Duffy. and Brian Naughton, the secretary, uh, assistant secretary, I think, of the Colombian League. We went down with a meeting with the Junior Cup Committee. I wasn't used to this, the Paddy Duffy, that's his arena. Loophole Duffy, we call him. Yes. <laughs> so we were in and we were chatting away and we put across our case and went out and we were deliberating and the whole thing, how long do you wait? And Brian Norton was saying, well, the longer you wait, the worse it's going to be. So then we get back in and this is, uh, we've chatted through there and we've made a, made a decision and the words were, Basebrook have no, nothing to answer to. So of course we're straight out on the text to the boys, telling them all, you know, get the shirts and ties ready, we're in the final. It's all over Facebook, it's all, everything blows up again. There's the, all your four years back, the, the heart that was sunk, it's back up. You're waiting for a date. And you know something's not right, because I was on the patio, why are we not getting a date for this? And nobody from IFA was answering us. Eventually, I was brought back down to another meeting. Um, it was, sorry, it was met again between the IFA and the junior committee, who once again ruled in our favour. I was in front of the IFA, the head of some English guy, Martin, somebody Martin. Oh, I haven't a clue. Head of the IFA, and I'm sitting there looking across from him, and the treasurer, and the treasurer's giving me, or the secretary, and he's giving me uh, advice on how to be a, secret, a secretary. I'm thinking, it's, it's your job, it's not my job, you know. And I just thought, 
this is, we have no chance here. That just the stuff that the ring died about rules and what have you, and there's three or four of them. Again, there was two like arbitrary. They were looking over, and again, it took about a week, maybe after that, to find out what our what our fate was. We were calling players in for meetings. Yes, it's all good. It's all good. We're playing the way as usual. We're in the final, and I am having to call them in. It did knock the heart out of us. It it played an effect in the our mid ulster shield final that was playing the boys game and then we got to several cup finals at the back end of last year we lost both of them yeah. like it just knocked yeah, it, 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 it just knocked the stuff from, from the top to bottom of the club yeah and i know everybody was trying to put a brave face on but you could just tell in your performances after that that it just really did knock the stuff out of everybody mm, it did morale morale did. but did that make you more determined this year i'm just following what the irish league are doing they're playing the irish senior cup the back end of july two semi-finals on a Monday night and the final on the Saturday, I think it is. So I think I think the Intermediate Cup and the Junior Cup should follow. But the Junior Committee are adamant that they want to play it. So it's just a waiting game now. Tommy says that, you know, they were talking about the, I think it's four cups, is it the Junior, or the Irish Cup, Intermediate Cup, the Junior and, is it a Harry Cavan? Youth? Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, that's at its final stage. So those are the four that are governed by the IFA. So in an ideal world, they want to run them out. The Irish Cup is going to get run out because of you know, the financial side of things. But as you say, you couldn't make it up. Beating in two finals, and I'm not just saying this, shouldn't have been beat in either final. I think it had an effect on, on our league. Because it's kind of like, every all from last year, it galvanised the boys to win the Junior Cup. Yeah. But I don't know whether subconsciously they've taken their eye off. You were playing catch-up a lot in the league this year as well. Does that have an effect? The, the further you go on in your... In your cup competitions, in the, in the cup it can be very detrimental. Yeah. I don't think we've ever, not this last maybe eight, ten years, have ever been leading the pack uh, towards uh, games played. We've Come the bright evenings, we were going to go over saying, right, we had to get boys' work schedules, who's going to be available, because the games were coming thick and fast Tuesday. I've seen us there, was it the end of last year when we had to win? We were playing Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday, Tuesday, Thursday, for about three weeks. And mm-hmm. um, with always getting injured, unavailable, and suspensions, you know, it's, it's, it's a really tough ask uh, to be put in that position regarding uh, demands of players and all sorts of stuff that goes on behind giving boys lifts to games and, you know, the committee been there for killers. I think because our league is so local as well, this is one of the things I think will benefit us. Because our league is so local and so so condensed, everybody knows everybody and everybody knows the people they're playing with. They're all friendly and and it's something that I think we we can bring into the into the league. That that fear factor isn't within our own league. No, yeah. as you, as you quite rightly said. The boys maybe work together against you know, the, our rivals here. And have probably played with each other in yeah, different teams yeah. throughout the years. Would, Although your team has a very strong um, background. Well, it's a lot of, I don't think, who would be the first? They're all, they're all brick lads. They've always remained. Yeah, it's not like other teams this. in the Carmel League where there's a lot of switching and going from one side to yeah. the other. So a few have come in now from, we've had a few boys coming in from different Uri teams and have always done well and enjoyed it. And, but like you say, it's primarily it would be 75% base route man the whole way through. Always has been. But we, as going back to what we were talking about there, uh, how we excelled in the Junior Cup and mid it's 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 they're not knowing other teams' formations or their strengths and depths. You know, you just, 
especially going at the, at the times where maybe we played the likes of Clare Celtic, we've been very cautious, and maybe too cautious in a way, and it's come back to bite us. So I think teams have been setting up against us as opposed to us setting up against them. Our, na- our name's out there. The teams that are in there already will know each other and a lot of them won't know you, so you're mm-hmm. in a new... If you were in, say, the um, Kennedy Cup, all the competitions, you could play the likes of... We could play, say, Newry Celtic or Cleary Celtic seven times in one season if you drew them in cups. Yeah. Dem- the three domestic cups there are, the junior, the middle, straight. You could play the same team locally seven, eight times. So, as you said, Tom, you're thinking about it. You're going, remember that last time we played them last month and... That guy was good, and you're overthinking it. Yeah. Whereas the other teams are coming, and you're sort of concentrating on what we can do. The change now is what we're really looking forward to. You know, as I spoke earlier to you, Liam, it's past years new. The excitement now is those. Not that we haven't met up with the players, but speaking to them, you know, on phone calls and whatnot, and zooms, they're they're chomping at the bit, you know, to to get going again. Know, resting on their lawyer say this position's mine. Everybody needs to be competing with each other for their position. Yeah, that's the good thing about having a big squad. Like yeah, that. but uh, with the flip side of that kind is players aren't going to hang about anymore. So it's time to jiggle that. If you have 15 boys, we've always said there's certain teams come out here and you know the 14-15 that play against us, you know the 14-15 that they have. And if you can guarantee you have 14 or 15 boys every week, that's all you need. Yeah. Because you know, if you've 17 or 18, it's local football. They're not getting paid for it. They're actually paying to play. So if you've got 16 or 17 boys, to say to a boy on a Saturday, you've trained twice this week, you're not getting a jersey. Yeah. You know, even if you've three, if you've five subs, to say to two of them, you know, you're not getting any minutes today. It's harsh. You know, at youth level, I'm sure they'll. I don't know what amount of subs are allowed to use. Yeah. Rolling subs, that type of thing. But it well, should it be. It keeps people interested yeah. and it, it gives everybody a chance. It does, yeah. Like there's, there's games there last year, we've been winning comfortably, especially in the earlier rounds of the Junior Cup. But after you make your two subs, you have three others sitting looking at each other. Aye, me and him sitting having a conversation right here. Who, who, who's going to be the last out of the three we'll put on? You would love to just fire them all on. It's normally whoever buys us a pint on the way home we play. <laughs> you know, it's a case of we're only at nil and we still didn't get on. For the two of you now, because you've had international experience had and you played for Huddersfield. Yeah. Do you remember Tommy when I played the intermediate and Tommy was way over? Um, I think you'd come back from Huddersfield and went, Newry, you played Newry Glentorn Distillery and that sort of thing. Yeah. And you'd come out, to, I think you must have come out to best with then, maybe mid 20s, but the late 90s, about 97, 98, I started playing with the intermediate team. So it was a great time to play football in Bestwick, like, and just that's. Although I did go elsewhere and play for a few different teams, that's where my just love of baseball came. It's just I remember watching them, but just that time playing with them, it's just everything changed. That was your Saturdays, yeah. which I don't think they get now. It's like, like I, I wouldn't plan. If somebody plans something for me on a Saturday, I'd go, no, it's not happening. Foot, football yeah. on a Saturday since I was maybe 10, 12 year old with uh, Brookfield with Brent Sloan. Saturdays just to me is just football. Your football day. That's it. I, it's I, don't, I, I don't know how that's. Is there a big difference of playing over in, in England? Uh, obviously, it's different because it's. It's uh, a lot of pressure. Yeah, you, uh, obviously, you need the ability. But uh, luck has a lot to do with it. Mm. If you come in there and a different manager is going to like different players, and if you're lucky enough to hit on the right manager that likes you, maybe you show a lot of enthusiasm, hard tackler, committed. It's not always the good players that 
that made it. Yeah, it must it's, be very difficult. There's not too many jobs I can think of where you go to work every day and you're you're only as good as your last performance and you're being judged. Oh, it is. From, from my experience, so you were training every day. It's just dog eat dog and you, you were looking out for number one. To me, looking at football and tally now, there's there's no team efforts. They're, they're just as long as I play well. Some of them players aren't bothered whether they win, lose or draw. As long as I get a good rating. Yeah. And it's, 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 that's all basically what it is. It's as long as I'm all right, Jack. They're, they're not interested in some of them people coming over and play, signing for Man U's and Liverpool's. And it's just a case of I've got a big chunk signed on for here. But as you say, Elena, it's just like to get to that level, even you got to, Tommy, it's just be incredibly difficult. Like, as, as I stepped up different levels, you know, your eyes get opened up. Look at look at this level here, where I was maybe excelling at a certain level, and then you step up and you're thinking, I'm way at the bottom here. So you have to try and work your way up in there, and it's just it is so hard enough, especially when you when you're playing at the likes of uh, our junior level, intermediate, or even Irish league now. Boys have full time work during the day, and then they're maybe I think they're on three nights a week now. You know, it's a, it's a big ask. Some of them are getting handsomely paid now. Well, it all comes back to your roots and back to your club and your boat back here now. And now that you're full managing properly now, the what's happened to you over your career, the way you see boys and the way they've been treated and everything, do you think you bring that in to, to your management? If yeah. players respect you, you know, like they're going to listen to you, they're going to they're gonna try for you. I think I'd like to think to respect Tommy and I for the, what we've done for this club and even play, what way we played football for other clubs. So we definitely, we get the respect from the boys, but, and then it's what we bit of information or advice that we can pass on to them or the bit of confidence we can give to them to bring out their own football. Definitely, I, I've, I enjoyed, I, you know, I enjoyed doing it with Tommy when Gareth was here as well. Gareth's back playing full time. Gareth's back playing full time, yeah. he wanted to give, he, he thinks he's got a couple more years in him, but I don't know. Well, with a harsh words in that dugout over there, maybe he, we will always run stuff by Gareth with his experience and knowledge. Maybe we could be a wee bit of indecisive some week. Then we would maybe call a third party and say with Ben or say with myself, who do you think? So I think he's done well this week in training and maybe he didn't play well last week. But it's, you know, it's, again, it's hard. One, one, one bad game doesn't make you a bad player. Players are judged in that, even, even at the, the lower levels. But the Carvey League now, this is uh, it's the end of an era, and well, the beginning of a new one and the end of, of an era. You mean you you were the first team to win? Well, not you as a team, but Bestbrook was Bestbrook Products, wasn't it, back then in 1969, I think? Some of them guys that do run in that Carnaby League, it, it is a thankless task. And all I know from being secretary of this club was horrible, it was awful and obviously... But continuously, they do it up. year in, year out, and I have nothing but admiration for them and how they keep and it the going. And the pitches, I mean, they're not getting much, um, you know, not having any 4G pitches or anything like no, that. No, like, uh, the, the standard of pitches now wouldn't be the best. You know, that's another factor when you're play, making sure, you know, players have the right footwear and, you know, with these 4G services. And, but there was, from what I was talking to some of the Demoli guys, and uh, said they played a brief few of their away games on Friday nights. 
So which would be but the, the difference? Is playing on 4G pitch, I mean, you're because right they're, they're ground. These other teams are ground sharing. So there's a Dungannon Rovers in our league. So maybe they're told to play theirs on a Friday night to free up these uh, other pitches on a Saturday, which we would have no problems about. But the only thing of that is maybe getting boys home from work, you know, at five o'clock to get away down the road yeah. at a reasonable time. That would be the, the downside of that. Just taking it, it all is going off. It's all new and we'll learn every week. Yeah, once we find our feet, we'll probably be able to yeah. have more of a say in how we do things. The Caribbean League, it, it really uh, regalvanised us as a club after we fell out of it to be the football. We, uh, we, thought, we actually thought the gates was been locked for good, but uh, thankfully we managed to keep the club afloat that uh, year 2000, I think it was. 2000, yeah, yeah, and yeah, to participate in the Caribbean League. So, I for one would never knock it. Well, it's yeah. been a brilliant, even when I was first starting, when I was 16, 17, so you were way back, early 90s, and some of the teams you were playing up against was unbelievable. The New York Celtic, New York Celtic was the big team when I was when I was at that age, 17, 18, and then probably moved on into the intermediate section of it, and then Windmill Stars had the great team coming through. And then when, uh, when we played intermediate, you were signing for different teams. Spartak United and Ben had a, a, a few friends to play with them. But this particular year, they wrote me in to sign him. After playing a full season with Bestwick Intermediate, I says, no, that's me done, I'm having a break. But Ben coaxed me into playing one night with a match, we have to win it. I'd never even asked who it was against. Dara Lackey, I think it was. It was, yeah. I, I says, there's a brick team coming out. Yeah, we're playing them. Oh, God's sake. I said, no way. I can remember uh, Dermy Fern was playing with the break. Dermy was only about 16. I was thinking, who is this kid? Like, yeah, yeah. the greats. He's been a great servant to us. But uh, 2005, 2006 was myself and John. It was my first year after I got my injury. John. John Fagan. Oh, we took over as managers that year because I had done my knee and I had no ambitions of playing anymore. And we had a great side. We gathered in, and again, they were they were right under our noses, but just needed that guidance and coaching and training, and we all put it in that year, and we done a clean sweep of the Caribbean League, and we won the medals of shield, and it, that there to me was an, an incredible achievement. It was just success after success, and then the following year, then we got to the final of the Junior Cup, and that was more heartache. We lost last minute penalty kick. Which to this day was never a penalty. <laughs> that was that two thousand five six year. So I was working full time. So I would work Saturdays. I was in retail. So it was sort of I could only play midweek games and that. And at that time, there's only three clubs allowed. I never made the cut. I'm not saying if I had been there, we, we would have won. <laughs> but it's hard. Like even as we moved on and were successful in two thousand seven, and then we were, and then even going into two thousand and nine two thousand ten season was when we brought in Scap. Scap, Scap and Daisy Gorman. So I think like that we got the likes of them boys. I remember watching Daisy playing for Newry when I was down sitting on the subs bench and he was banging goals in. They brought in an unbelievable class of players. Like I, I'll be honest, that was the best junior side that I've ever played in because there was boys there that have just gone on to play Irish League, a lot of them. We got oh. to the final, got to the final of the Junior Cup or beat. But then what happens is, which we have to be careful as managers, is whenever that dies off, all them boys leave. From all that success that Tommy and John had brought in and then they gathered on, Lee Anderson came into manager, more success than um, Desi and Scap came in and they had success. 
But then they totally changed the team, brought in seven, eight boys. They left. Yeah. We had nothing. Like, that's when Tommy and I went back in and we had Pro- times there where we were running about at quarter to two trying to get a team. Them guys were good players. It was a, was a stopgap in their careers. We'd go to Bestwick. They weren't Bestwick players? No, they weren't. You know, Bestwick at heart, yeah. maybe for the likes of one season. But we knew, we could see from the background, this, this can't go on. They were going to move on. Other clubs were poaching them, and through the bill, it uh, it fell in deaf ears then, and they came calling us again then. <laughs> that was a tough couple of years then, then times. It was yeah, but because the players that we had already had, actually we weren't good enough to play for us then. Why are we good enough now? So we were getting all that area. Yeah. It just goes to show you, good things don't last forever. So something that this I think we've chatted, Tommy and I've chatted before and Gareth when we're talking about the move is what this gives us is breathing space to make very very good foundations in this club of how we want the club to run on the field yeah. you know there's no point but there's other factors will take us off the field and other people but we can sort of dictate how it's run on the field and what sort of the ethos and what's expected so if we instill that early and there's no real pressure on us you know but we need to try and Sort of build a bit of longevity. Like, like you're saying, there's no rush in it, but I get messages from other guys, from other teams that we're going to be clashing with, and they'll say, Ah, oh, you shall, in two years' time, you shall be up there. So they're, they've already identified us as, Well, they'll win that, and then they'll win the second division, then they'll, they'll, they'll be. We're not building our hopes up. We will be able to identify whether we'll be before boss kept playing our trade in Division 2. But we're very optimistic now, but we can't get ahead of ourselves. We will, uh, we'll just take it as it comes, because again, we don't know what, yeah, what lies in wait in other teams' strengths and weaknesses. And but in you, terms you, of training now, well, we back. We done a couple of Saturdays there whenever it was, it was permitted. Groups of six. It was just kind We're of. We're allowed to have groups of ten now. Groups of ten yeah. now. Actually, it's isn't it? It's up to thirty. It's up to thirty. I'd say. Yeah. Oh, no, but the groups of ten, and it was good because. It wasn't officially, we didn't come back doing any pre-season because we're sort of in limbo as to where we are with the Junior Cup. So we kind of just wanted to get back and get, just keep the boys together and give them something to get that Saturday back. Because I don't know how other people felt, but when I was furloughed there, you know, it was grand during the week, there was no issue. But come Saturday, you kind of felt like something was missing. It was the same as the other days, you know, you just, but just felt like, you know, I should be doing something. I'm telling Paddy and I, Ben, I meant to ask you this. Is other teams allowed to sign players? We are allowed to sign them, Paddy has that verified. We are allowed right. to sign them, but they're not allowed to sign in the... They're not allowed to play in the Junior Cup, should I, 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 I knew there was some uh, stipulation there. Another local team or any team in Middlesbrough could sign one of our players. Say, for example, Decky Monaghan. But would they be It's all up in the air. Is he eligible yeah. to come back and play for us? Because the junior Cup semi-final. It was last season. It was last season, yeah. yeah. Other leagues have just... Other leagues that are... Have just, have just made decisions on their competitions and like we're very small in the, in the scheme of things so just if they made a decision we would live with it you know we've lived yeah. with worse decisions in football if they were to say to us sorry all Irish League Irish football's cancelled start fresh well then you just know you would know but it's just yeah. it's, it's the not knowing we're going to ask questions you know, do you know when you're going to know it'll just be whenever if there's alleged if it comes to the end of July and there's still nothing then it'll be cancelled yeah. But it's just obviously at the minute the something's come out that you can play contact sport um, matches from the seventeenth of July, so it's whether the IFA 
make some sort of environment that is sort of conducive to all these regulations, then it can be played. But you know, I would imagine if you're going to play the Irish Cup would be fully, you know, the surroundings will all be fully sanitized, players would probably be checked going out and playing because there is a lot of money involved and there's probably European football for Irish Cups. Yeah. So yeah. is that going to filter down to us? You know, we're we're small friends scheme of things, but it's the not knowing because we've we you know we have our WhatsApp group and somebody put something in about you know uh, the Irish League being cancelled and Linfield winning it or whatever. Are Irish are they are the Irish Cup going ahead? And then constantly we get asked the questions. Any word in the Junior Cup? You could get a an email stating that it is going ahead, and you're going to try and run eight training sessions in in about two weeks to try and get them in any yeah. sort of shape or form. So it, that there is the worrying bit for me. Because we've had, there's boys doing their own thing, and we know regularly there's boys isn't. It's probably telling us they are. I would happily, if they just said, the season's over, here's when you're starting, so we could go, right, here's when our pre-season's starting. Yeah. Because boys are starting pre-season, and we're kind of going, but do we start doing a pre-season? And, and then, if it's a case of in two weeks' time, right, is there a junior cup to play? You're totally different type of training, so... It's a strange setup for us, but we just have it's to play it by ear. It's strange for everybody. It was good to get that word on Monday that we're, that we're in the, where we are in, in the middle because then it gives us a chance to go and speak to players about what, yeah. our, what our plans are and set our plan and our vision to any players we want to try and bring in. Whereas before, we had, like, we had boys, we had teams asking our players to sign for them. We couldn't really go down the teams and we wouldn't do that when the season's still happening anyway. But to go and ask them to play for us when we couldn't really tell them where they were playing, what what divisions, you know, that kind of thing, what what the future. It's just good to get that clarity. Yeah. yeah, this is it. This is where you'll be. And, and you've got the numbers in training and everything now, the numbers that you want, that you're allowed. <laughs> yeah, well, whether they can be bothered to show up or not, but. I'm sure they will. Oh, they will. Uh, we're, we're, we're hoping. Aye, I think when we first I we hope they were all doing their Joe Wicks now during lockdown <laughs> when we were first getting the boys back to training it was a case of come on if you want if you don't want to don't because you know you can only have six people might still at the time when they only have six people might still be a wee bit fearful of Covid and I'd say some of our boys maybe used that as a bit of an excuse I know but uh, now, there's, now we can have up to 30 there's no and we that's when we know a bit of clarity yeah. we can you'll sort of you can assert your bit of authority again and, yeah but it's good just to be able to draw a line under the league side of things and our future for that plan for it, which is exciting. Okay, wish you the very, very best of luck. Thank you very much. Thank we'll you expect you up in, in, in where's it, Cookstown in our first away game. Is that your first away game? <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't know the fixtures yet, but that's our furthest one. And I hope, I really, really hope this Junior Cup semi-final comes off because that's one. Well, we would like to know one way or the other, yeah. I think, yeah. I think I think the whole of the, the, the north of Ireland by looking at the, the Facebook page we're waiting in anticipation for this clash to happen. That whole that whole fiasco last year, it brought us out in a very good light, you know. We we got a lot of sort of admiration maybe about what had happened to us and how we handled ourselves in it and so we got a lot of respect from it. Yeah, everybody just kept their heads down yeah. and just waited to see what was happening. There was yeah. no ranting and raving about it. Trophy Dodgers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll trophy Dodgers, are you? <laughs> that's, that's, that's what we were labelled at the back end of last year. We'll put that to bed. Well, we're not no more. We're the holders of the Kennedy Cup. We're on it. <laughs>
I'm the Caribbean League. I'm the Caribbean League. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not beating in the junior. Flan time. All right. Thank guys. you very much, Elaine. Thanks, Elaine. Thanks very much for talking to me. That was great. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Bestbrook's Finest as much as I did. Don't forget to tune into Arma Eye for all your local news, and I hope you join me next week. Black Hill Energy, heating homes across County Armagh. Fill up your tank for a rainy day with County Armagh's fastest growing fuel company. For latest prices, visit our website at www.blackhillenergy.net or call us today on 02838 344 223. Black Hill Energy, Ansborough Industrial Park, Lurgan.